Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever day it is, whatever type of day it is, come on in. Y'all have a seat. Welcome. Light your blunts up. Pour your drinks. Pull up a chair. Turn the head, uh, turn your volume up in your car. Turn the volume up on your phone if you're listening in on the headset. And feel me right quick. <clears throat> and if this is your first time listening and tuning in to Feeling the Breeze, I welcome you. I am your host, Breezer. That is B, that's spelled B R triple E Z to the motherfucking A. <clears throat> welcome. And on this show, I keep it a buck around here. I tell interesting stories. I talk about whatever's relevant, whatever's on my mind at the moment, whatever's going on in the world, I speak on it. I talk about, or I say a lot of controversial things, you know, I say shit that people may not, uh, you know, like, they may not agree with, they may disagree with me, but I guess it's just safe to say we'll agree to disagree on a lot of shit. But I keep y'all entertained, you know, and, um, on today's episode, you know, you know, a lot of my podcasts, you know, <clears throat> I've told a bunch of stories, you know, you know, I joke around, I have fun and I'm always going to do that. But I'm sure a lot of you, you know, that's listening for those of you that know me, you know, or not, y'all know who I am. But for those of you know, that, that don't know who I am, you know, today I'm just going to kind of open up and just just kind of tell you just about who I am as a person, you know. My, you know, how I started, you know, how I grew up and, you know, just shit like that. I'm gonna get open with y'all. And, you know, and this might be a two, three part series. I mean, my life is a, is a, is a motherfucker. So, you know, we all are a book. So I can tell you so many things. I mean, I've already shared you just some of my adventures and shit, you know, but that's just me just, just acting crazy and just entertaining. But, you know, I'm going to let I'm going to open up and, and just share just a little bit about who I am, you know, some shit that I went through, you know, just shit like that. Get open with y'all. You know, and like I said, this might be a, 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 a series, you know, of shit like this. But for right now, we this is just going to be part one of just me and shit, you know, so y'all sit back, relax. I ain't going to I ain't going to get too deep on y'all. Maybe I will. But, you know, just feel me and shit. You know what I mean? But y'all sit tight. And uh, I'll be right back. Man, you, hey, you know what? Have any of you niggas out there had one of them like good ass Asian massages? You know what? I'm talking about the one where you get the happy ending, right? I ain't never had the motherfucking shit, but I seen the shit on some ex video shit, and if that shit exists, woo. So, if you want to check it out, and you, you, if this shit really exists, 
All I know is this shit was called Nuru Nuru Massage. I think it's N U R U Massage. It's either that or Guru. Nuru Guru. One of the motherfuckers. But nigga, these Asian chicks is woo. <laughs> I don't know how much it costs, but it costs some money. So you gonna pay. But nigga, you go in there, nigga. She strip you down. Y'all get asshole naked, nigga. Y'all get in the shower, nigga. She wash you down, nigga. And everything goes, nigga. Everything goes. I mean, she's sucking you up in the shower, nigga. Then you get in the jacuzzi, nigga. She fucking you in there, nigga. Yeah, you might be doing some raw dog fucking, but nigga, shit, that's on you. You gonna take that chance. But if you wanna fuck with it, Check that shit out. Then they gonna spray some like like some wax shit on you, and she gonna massage that shit, put that shit on her body. Woo! Go on X videos and check that shit out. And if that shit exists, hey, then you need to go go handle that shit. I can't fuck with it, but y'all niggas can. But let me know how it is on the side. Paid advertisement for floating on air productions. All right, y'all, welcome back to the show. And, uh, you know, like I said, man, just I'm just going to get open. Just, just kind of let y'all know, you know, just who I am. <clears throat> you know, most of y'all know my name already, but I ain't going to tell y'all that, you know. <laughs> my, my, I'm talking about my government name. But, you know, I was I was born in, in uh, Torrance, right? Born in Torrance. But grew up in, you know, various cities. I didn't, you know, started off in L.A. You know, started off in L.A. On a street called Fifth Avenue. <laughs> I ain't going to tell you where, but I'm just going to say Fifth Avenue. <laughs> but, you know, that was our shit. You know, I was a young shrimp. I didn't know where we were. You know, I just knew where we were from pictures and shit. But, you know. You know, of course, my parents were, you know, happy when I came. Although I I hear moms wasn't wasn't too happy at first just because, you know, my I have an older brother. You know, he's six years older than me and shit. So, you know, they had their firstborn, which was a boy. So, of course, it's only natural that you get that girl. But I didn't turn out to be a girl. But at Sooner or later, moms fell in love with a nigga. Yeah, of course, she should have, you know. Look at a nigga, you know. Soon as she saw me, she was like, oh shit. <laughs> right? But, you know, shit was what it was. You know, my parents was doing their thing. Me and my brother, you know, we was doing our thing. And then, <coughs> did I think, <coughs> uh, I think like at the age of five or either four or five years, I think it was four years old. We moved to the IE. Um, I don't think it was known as the Inland Empire back then, but it was the motherfucking 714. But we moved to a city called Walnut. Right. 
Now, for those of you that are familiar with the Inland Empire and the 714, you know where Walnut is. That's like Walnut, Diamond Bar, Hacienda Heights, you know, that all that shit over there and shit. But we lived over there. We had us a nice ass house. This was a this is all right where we live that we live amongst the white people. Right. Because, you know, my parents. They wanted a better life for me, my brother. They didn't want to raise up, raise us up in L.A. And see, back in the, you know, early '80s, you know, like yeah, like early '80s, South Central, what? Well, South Central was already like kind of fucked up even back then. But you know, I was just a little shrimp, so I didn't know no better. But it was already fucked up then. So, you know, my parents was like, hell no, we don't want to bring our kids up in this shit. So. Hey, we're going to move out. We're going to move out there with the white folks. At least out there, they'll have a chance. Hey, you know what? I'm a baby. I can't complain. I don't blame them. They they made the right. They made a pimp decision and said, hey, we going out here. And it was cool. Man, we had us a nice ass house. I'm talking about, I think it was a three or four bedroom house, with three and a half bathrooms, upstairs, downstairs, big ass backyard, big ass front yard. We had all that shit Had the dog I mean it was cool It was cool You know it's like We lived the monster bite And it it was just normal You know It was normal You know I have I have best friends That were like two friends That was white I mean Man I wish I could see them I I remember them dudes I ain't gonna put their names Out there on blast But you know what But No fuck that You know what You know their names Was Ryan and Danny Two of my best friends. You know what I'm saying? And you know, went to school, you know, went to school out there. And I and, and I just remember my dad, my parents, they had this van. I mean, they had this van. I'm talking about they had the pimped out van. Like what 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 all right. <laughs> what you would find like in a like escalade, like a souped up escalade or some shit like somebody's souped up car now. Some pimp, some pimp, my ride out shit. Okay, my dad had this shit in his van in the, you know, like in the late seventies, early eighties, because Dodge used to make these like specially type luxury vans and shit. I mean, this van had a motherfucking a wet bar inside. The back seat led out into a sofa bed. Had a thirteen inch TV. So back then, you was balling. You know. It's like people got shit like that in their cars now and shit, but back then in this, you didn't have shit like that. And I, I mean, he used to put me and my brother in, and we used to, you know, like he they used to drive us down to LA to go to my grandmother's house and shit, and we would spend the night, you know, and it would be cool because then my parents would go do their shit. But you know, that's what we used to do, and it went on like that for years, you know. But then you know, shit started happening, you know, parents. You know, they couldn't get their shit together. You know, shit happens, you know, but, you know, and they used to argue and, you know, and of course, when you were a kid, you know, when you the youngest, you automatically just like, oh, shit, they arguing because it's my fault. Even, you know, you're not young enough to, you know, or you're not old enough to know what the fuck is going on, but you just know shit ain't cracking like it's used to, you know what I mean? And it's just like shit got to change, right? But that's how you know, that's how it was, you know. And Miles and you know was just 
my parents were, you know, were strict, you know, because I come from that era where, you know, you really had to walk on eggshells around your parents and shit. Because, you know, my parents used to do that shit. You know, they used to party. They used to smoke weed and shit. They used to drink, you know, do they shit. You know, like most like most people did in the 70s. You know, they used to do that shit. But we didn't know better. Should I remember? I used to, I used to see my mother smoking weed. Right? I walked out. I'm, you know, my little young ass. You know, when you, you're three, four years old, you don't, you can't sit still. You want to be nosy, you know, and shit. You hear the adults having fun. You know, they got their music playing like that, partying and shit. You want to know what's going on. So I remember one time I came downstairs. They was partying and shit. I noticed that the house was all foggy and shit. Like, damn, why is it so foggy in here? I didn't know no better. Now, I knew my I knew what cigarettes were because my dad used to smoke cigarettes, right? But I didn't know what weed was, you know. And and so I come downstairs. I see Miles. She's smoking weed, but I didn't know what it was. I thought it was cigarettes. But it got down to you know this was this was way way before blunts millennials. This is when this is when they used to roll zigzags. You know, Google zigzags and you'll see what I mean. But then they had it in this they had it in the little weed holder that looked like scissors to me, right? So I'm like looking at I go downstairs because I think I was thirsty or some shit. And I asked mom's like, hey, I'm thirsty. Why is smoking out here? And how come you smoking a cigarette? with scissors right and she's coughing and shit but she's just trying to hurry up get me back upstairs because she don't want me to get hot you know i didn't know you know i didn't know but that's what they used to do right but you know shit just didn't work out and then you know they started arguing and stopped seeing pops less and you know it got it got to the point where <clears throat> it was just like, look, you need to make a decision on who you want to live with and shit. And I'm like, huh? how do you put a five year old? How do you put a five year old through that? You put a five year old to decide out who you want to live with, <clears throat> you know. But and as a kid, it's like, what do you do? Somebody gonna get hurt. You don't want you don't want to hurt no parent. But it's like you got to make a decision like right now. On the spot And then I chose to go live with my dad Because I wasn't seeing him as much And you know and then my mom's you know Mom's was mean to me You know I'm not gonna go into details And all that shit cause that's You know that's that ain't none of y'all business <laughs> I ain't telling y'all none of that shit Let's just say it just what It wasn't cool but You know They put me in that spot and I had to Decide I went with Pops and it was like when I made that decision, it forever changed my relationship with my moms and shit. You know, it did. So on that note, I'm gonna take a quick break, quick pause for the calls, and I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna continue on with this story. Nigga, nigga, if you want something to, you want something to eat, nigga. 
If you want something to eat, if you in the mood for some Mexican food, <laughs> nigga, you need to go hit up King Taco. And they everywhere. They got, man, they got the best tacos in town. I'm telling you. I mean, if you want to get you a carnitas taco, you want to get you a chicken taco, you want to get you a steak taco, man, they got that shit there at King Taco. You can come to the one in East L.A. You can go to the one downtown. They everywhere. But what I recommend is this motherfucking, uh, oh, what is that shit called? Motherfucking pigskin pork rinds. I can't think of the name of it, but it's motherfucking, oh, goddamn, that shit is good. So if you want some King Taco, bring your ass to East L.A. Or go downtown. But it's a line, though, so you're going to have to wait. So I strongly advise you, call ahead, order your shit, and get your ass over there. Paid advertisement by Floating On Air Productions. All right, welcome back to the show. Right, so, you know, that shit kind of like, you know, fucked my relationship with my mom and shit a little bit. And, like, it made us distant and shit, right? So, you know, because I'm thinking, like, oh, it's going to be cool, you know, because I mean, it's going to be different with pops and shit, you know. You know, he's going to be different and, you know, I get to do more shit, you know. But it wasn't like that with Pops. You know, now Pops, he wasn't he wasn't as mean as my mother, but he was more stern, you know. Cause you know with women, you know, women, when they mad, you know, they they emotional, they get attitude, so they want to stay mad at you longer. You know, with my dad though, it was just like my dad was James Evans. Bottom line, he was James Evans. <laughs> you know, so if you Millennials don't know when I when I reference to when I say James Evans. <clears throat> Go Google and watch a show called Good Times and just look at the father of that show and just look at his demeanor, look at the way he act, the way he is with his kids, his his low tolerance for bullshit, and will fuck you up in a second. That was my dad. And you know what? As much as I hated it as a kid, I appreciated it. Because that's what I needed as a kid. That's why, that's partially why the man, I'm the person I am today. I ain't never been in jail. I ain't never been arrested. You know, I, you know, record is clean, you know, and I plan on keeping it that way, you know. So, you know, and my dad set that, you know, my dad set that example. I mean, my dad was a rebellious kid, you know, he had a, he had a hard time growing up you know my grandfather was on his ass just like my uncles you know him and my uncles my grandfather raised them niggas tough you know he raised them niggas tough and I know they hated it but they appreciated his shit and and so they decided to raise their kids the same way just differently and my dad did the same thing he did what he did and I, I hated it at times but you know, but I, I fucking love it because it shaped me in who I am today. Even with my moms, you know, my moms did a little bit. You know, my mother, 
My mother and my father both did a lot, but my mom's was really the one who kind of like like introduced me to like jazz and like different like types of music. So, <clears throat> I mean, you know, like my mother, you know, we she tried to you know do her best to <clears throat> you know to get close with me and whatnot, but you know it was just something in me that just wouldn't allow me and. And I, it kills me today because, you know, she passed away and shit. But so, of course, I have a lot of regrets. That's why I say, man, I, I tell I tell everybody out there, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have your mother in your life right now, look, I know she gets on your nerves. I know she on your head about everything. Look, I get it. I get it. But look, you better honor and love that woman. Because when she's when she, when it's her time to go and she ain't here no more, ain't no you know you don't want no regrets. You know what I'm saying? You don't want no regrets. So, and for those of you that that that's lost a mother, you know what I'm talking about. And see, mine's been gone for, for over thirty years, and this shit still bothers me today. But you know, I keep pushing because I remember the good shit. I try not to remember the bad shit, but, you know, I try to remember the good shit, too, because there were a lot of good moments. You know, shit. Moms took me to my first football game. She took me to my... Actually, that was, like, my one and only Raider game that I went to. And I was glad that I was able to to share that with her. You know, I I don't remember who... I remember Marcus Allen. No, Marcus Allen. Yeah, Marcus Allen was on the team back then. I don't, I, don't, I remember them playing the Chiefs, but I don't remember if they won or not. So, but that was a good time. And then moms used to take me out to, like, fancy dinners and shit. She she tried to introduce me to, like, different foods. She, she got tired of me eating hamburgers all the time we went somewhere. She wanted me to try different shit, you know. You know, but, and... You know, it did it. She did her thing. You know, shit happened, man. And she passed away and shit. So I have a, I have lots of regrets. So, like I said, once again, if you fortunate enough and lucky to have your mom in your life, man, you better cherish that shit. And your father, if you look, if you fortunate enough to have your father, because I know a lot of niggas didn't grow up, you know, grew up without their fathers and shit. You know, and you know, see, and I was fortunate to have my dad, even though. He did his shit. You know, he was still fucking up and, and doing shit that he had no business doing. But that was on him. But when he when he was around and he was doing what he was supposed to do, he did what he was supposed to do. You know, he get on my nerves today because he still be in my ass about certain shit, as he should. That's my dad. He's supposed to be on my ass. You know, and his nerve as nerve as nerve wracking as it is, you know, I appreciate it. You know, I you know, I definitely appreciate it. But so and me being a parent, me being a father, you know, I'm on my kids' head now. And I find myself like in certain areas turning into my dad. Like like when I'm like, make sure you call you know your grandfather you know make sure you call this make sure you call that and he telling and my dad telling me the same shit make sure you call me sometime make sure you call your brother you know just shit like that you know <laughs> cuz i for all you know and i don't mean look see I, I one thing about me is i like my privacy you know 
I like to just kind of like stay to myself and just be chill. I don't really like to be bothered with nobody. And it's nothing personal, you know. It's just I love my family to death, everybody, you know. It's just I like to, you know, I just like to stay to myself. I've always been like that. I just like to stay to myself. But, you know, I got family out there and I definitely need to be reaching out to them more. We all need to be, you know, family is all we got, you know. And we all need to be, you know, trying to keep it together and shit. <coughs> Goes for me too. You know, but um that's just some of who I am, you know. I'm a cool person, you know, I'm mellow, I'm chill. <coughs> you know, I'm patient, but my patience runs out. You know, y'all already know just from listening to all these podcasts, y'all already know I'm silly and motherfucker and and my sense of humor. See, a lot of people don't really like get my sense of humor. You know, some people do. You know, the shit that that be like hilarious to me might not be funny to you, but hey, it's just that's just the way it is. But you know, I I do what I do. You know, I try to show y'all different different sides of me. You know, even with the music and shit. Like you notice all the music you've been hearing right now, it's been mellow, it's been slow. I ain't been really been playing no like hard shit. But this is just like my versatility as an artist, as a beat maker. <clears throat> you know, cause this this is who I am. You know? Yeah, I'm going through tracks right now. I'm just trying to find some good shit, you know, some good mellow shit. Yeah, we'll let this ride. But, um, you know, that that's just, you know, who I am. You know, I'm mellow. I don't bother nobody. You know, I'm not with that game banging shit. <clears throat> Never have been. Shit, man, as, look, as a kid, my homies from the seven, they could tell you. And they watched, they grew up with me. They could tell you, man, I was a little biatch. <laughs> I was, man, I was scary. You know, didn't want to share. I've always been stingy. You know, I'm still stingy to this day. That's just who I am. I shouldn't be. I have a difficult time sharing. I don't mind sharing, but my whole, <laughs> my whole thing with sharing is like, look, I don't mind sharing with you if we got different shit when it comes to food and we got different things. But if we got the same damn thing and you want some of my shit, hell no, I'm not sharing. Shit. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> no, my friends, they can tell you, man, I was scary. I didn't want to do shit because my friends, they was daredevils. You know, they was, you know, want to try shit. And I was like, uh-uh, I ain't doing shit. I was a little biatch, right? I was, <laughs> they can tell you. You know, but we used to have fun. <clears throat> Man, we used to have fun. Shout out to Jason. Shout out to Cliff. Shout out to Vincent. Shout out to Kevin. To Joe. To Mike. To uh, who? To Corey. To uh, Mia. Sabrina. James. Brandon. Man, everybody. Ted. Brian. Desi. Man, everybody on the seven. Yes, everybody on the seven. Corey. Even the Corey that lived up on 125th, you know what I'm saying? Look, everybody, those are my road dogs. All these, all these dudes, man, we've been through. (laughs) Look, 
these dudes have been with me through every aspect of my childhood. I mean, from us having water fights to us playing basketball, us playing football, everything we used to do, bike riding. When we used to go up to Henry Clay, which is the middle school that I went to, shout out to everybody who went to Henry Clay because everybody that went to Henry Clay, half of them went to Washington, half of them went to Gardena. Shout out to all my friends from that timeline. That timeline, yes. <laughs> but man, we were some wild boys, man. But like I said, they can tell you. We used, man, we used to do every man. We man, I remember this time, <clears throat> and they were gonna re- and most of these most of them remember this shit. Now this happened to Kevin, right? Kevin moved out of the neighborhood like like real real early, like when we were still young. So, <clears throat> and most of y'all gonna remember this. We was having a water fight, right? And we was having a good water fight, just you know, with the water hose, with the buckets. We was just having a good time. And then, uh, I mean, we was all out there. I think, yeah, hell yeah, we was all out there and shit. And uh, all of a sudden, man, everything just stopped because we heard somebody scream. Right? We heard, we heard somebody scream. He was like, ah, shit. Well, he didn't cuss, but you know, he's like, ah, man. We go, we go over, man. Kev is on the ground. Man, Kev stepped on a piece of glass and that shit was lodged in his foot and his shit was just menstruating everywhere. I mean, that shit, woo, Kev was leaking, man. Needless to say, fun stopped <laughs> because the homie was down and it's like, hey, hold up, hold up, hold up, man. We got to make sure the homie's straight, you know. So we had to call the ambulance, man. We had to call his moms and came home and. Needless to say, everybody learned a lesson from Kev that day. And we was like, next time we we uh, have a water fight, nigga, everybody putting on shoes. Nigga, ain't gonna be no walking around here barefoot. <laughs> you know. But uh, you know, that shit happened, man. But you know, but man, we used to have some fun, man. We did. We used to have some fun. I mean, from having Willie in contests. To jumping ramps and I mean just doing everything, man. We we had a blast. But these dudes, they they know who I am. You know, they they know. I mean, they parents, you and, and you know how it is, like, see, we come from that era where the neighborhood, you know how that old saying, it takes a village to raise, you know, you know that that saying? Well, in the neighborhood, you know, everybody pretty much like raise each other's kids all the parents knew each other you know we all watch each other so it's like if one of us got out of line it was like hey now we wouldn't whoop their ass or nothing we couldn't do that you know but only if given permission you know but that's just that that's just how it used to be back in the days but can't do that no more even when i was a kid you can't you couldn't do that shit but you know it was like every Everybody's mom was like my mom. Was like, you was like my mother. Jason's mama. That's that's like my other mama. Joe's mom. That's like my other mom. Cliff moms. You know everybody. You know everybody. It's like we all just kind of like just, just kind of adopted each other's parents and shit. You know that's just the way it was. <clears throat> and it was cool. 
you know. But they know, man, and but you know now it's just like you know I'm grown now. I'm I'm different than what I used to be. You know I'm not I'm not that scary little bitch <laughs> like I used. To, I'm not that scary little kid. You know I'm I'm cautious now. Not conscious, cautious. I'm conscious in some shit too, but I'm just cautious now. I'm I'm aware. You know I'm grown, so I know I make the right decisions now and shit. But you know that's just a little bit about me, man. Just sharing with y'all a little bit about who I am. This beat you hearing in the background was done by Stone, Drew Inf. You know, just I'm just giving y'all some of our sound. <clears throat> so, you know, from future podcasts from now on, you know, the more music you're gonna start hearing, you're gonna start hearing some some you're gonna start hearing Drew Inf. You're gonna start hearing Backyard Groove. You you always gonna hear me. But you're just going to start hearing different shit. Just giving y'all a taste. You know, mix it up for y'all a little bit. So they giving me the go home cue right now. So I'm going to you know, come and close the show. And uh, y'all sit tight. And I'll be right back. Yeah, I know, I know. Y'all niggas like, no, this nigga is not playing motherfucking Legend of Zelda. Well, I'm not playing, I'm playing the music, but I'm not playing the game. But you can play the game. And the way you can play the game is you can go get you a classic. Yeah, you heard me right. A classic Nintendo. I got one two weeks ago. And let me tell you. I am reliving my youth. This has 30 games built in. Games like Zelda, Zelda 2, Punch-Out, all three Super Mario Brothers, some Gradius, some Tecmo Bowl, some motherfucking Ninja Game, just to name a few. Now, when this shit came out a couple of years ago, these motherfuckers sold out like hotcakes. And they was like dirt cheap. Well, they was kind of expensive when they brought it out. But man, they sold out like hotcakes. But now they everywhere now. And if you want to get you one, just say you like $63 or $65. That's how much you're going to spend. You can say that. And then you can whack on, you can whack on Nintendo all fucking day. You ain't got to worry about blowing no cartridges. You ain't got to worry about no shit freezing up. You ain't got to worry about none of that shit. You ain't got to worry about that shit start blinking and shit. $60. You can leave that motherfucker on all motherfucking day if you want to. And you can save. Remember Zelda? You could Zelda was the only game that you could save. But now this one, you can you got four choices that you can save game spots from. So if you whacking on a game like Castlevania, which is on there too, 
and you don't want to start over, you can save that shit. It don't get no better than that. You don't need no special plugs or nothing. All you need is an HDMI. And that's it. So you hook that motherfucker up on your HDMI flash screen and, man, go get you a Nintendo and relive your youth. bringing this on in I hope y'all enjoyed that episode real quick that's just me kind of opening up with y'all right quick that's just part one y'all and like I said I can talk for days about my life and I will but I'm just gonna give y'all just a little bit little bit at a time but this is feeling the breeze and right now it's the evening well not the evening time but it's getting dark where I'm at right now and it's clouding up we're gonna get some rain some much needed rain mind you but uh, you know you still gotta feel that breeze it's cold in the motherfucker but you still gotta feel it but you know since we since it's starting to get cold, you know, I'm sure everybody breaking out their heaters now. Cause it's about that time. Breaking out them sweaters and the beanies and the gloves and the scarves. <laughs> and I know y'all like, man, people in California could be complaining about it's cold. Look it. It do get cold out here in California. I don't don't get it twisted. Especially like if you live out in the mountains or like in the desert area, oh, it get freezing cold up there. But you know where I am and different parts, it don't get that cold. But it get cold enough to where a motherfucker want to bundle up. You know we don't we we don't get snow in L.A., but we do get snow in Cali, like up in the mountains and shit like that. <clears throat> but. It's baby making weather too, cause all the women gonna wanna snuggle, snuggle and cuddle up. So niggas, just hey, be ready. <laughs> if you don't want no baby, nigga, wear rubber. Like I always say, make sure you wear rubber when you fucking these hoes, cause you don't want your dick looking like a foot, and you definitely don't want no baby if you don't if you ain't trying to make no baby. Don't fall for that shit, man. She'll try to make you take the rubber off, man. Don't do it. <laughs> but ladies, keep your pussies clean, please. Because niggas don't like eating out of a dirty plate. And if you working hard right now, I, hey, don't. I'm sorry. I can't tell you don't work too hard. It's too late. <laughs> but I hope this is entertaining. Get home safe when you leave. If you going to work, get there safe. If you leaving, shit, I, hey, I know. It was, a, it was a motherfucker. I know. I know. But uh, shout out to everybody, you know, who listens to this podcast. I definitely appreciate it. <clears throat> you know, uh, I'm going to keep bringing you content. I'm going to keep bringing you shit. 
I'm just glad that I got this format where I can just be me, you know? So definitely shout out to the Anchor app for allowing me to, not only me, but everybody else to be themselves and just, you know, be, be free. You know, I definitely appreciate that. Because niggas been wanting to do this shit for a minute. You know, I ain't got no fancy studio equipment. Do this shit right from the phone. Just just like when the lady at the end of the thing says, when, my, when I'm done, you listen to what the lady says, you can do it too. Stop bullshit. Get your sound out there. Speak your speech. You know? If you conscious, be conscious out there. Share it with the world. You know? Whatever you whatever you got. Cause that's what I'm doing. But y'all just, you know, y'all stay safe, man. Everybody just be good, man. Be good to one another. Let's pray for each other. Be good to each other, man. Do something. Help somebody out tonight. Or wherever you are. And you'll get a blessing. It happened to me. It can happen to you. So shout out to MK. Check him out here on the Wingman Chronicles. And check him out on YouTube at the show. With his ass kicking supreme. And as always, y'all, always believe.